everybody, and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. And I'm Alex Truzzi. And today we roll west. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's the so best creative. On the nose intro I've ever done. <laughs> uh, in the TMG game, Taste Dimensional game, Rolled West. Uh, this is a game designed by Daniel Newman and, uh, like I said, published by Taster Minstrel Games, or TMG. And it is, uh, yeah, no other publishers. Uh, there are a couple artists, Adam McIver and Ariel Sion. Uh, S-E-O-A-N-E. I'm sorry for mispronouncing your name. But uh, those are the artists. This is a two to four player game. Takes about 20 to 30 minutes is what it's listed at. Very, pretty light. It's on the one and a half, one point three three. Looks like Board Game Geek rates it as, but uh, very light, accessible game in uh, a few dice, a few. Uh, it's a it's a rolling right, I guess. I'm beating around the bush. <laughs> There's dice and markers, and uh, you write on that. <laughs> this is a little rolling right with uh, different in the fact that the dice are twelve sided, but you also don't use them as straight up dice. There is a little bit of a quirk to them that uh, we'll get into. So let's get into it oh yeah the other thing is that this game is a basically shrunken down version of what's the original game uh gold west with a gold G. west yes so this is the yeah this is the roll and write version of a bigger game called gold west which from what i've heard of people really enjoyed gold west so it makes sense why they shrunk it down a bit and tried to do a roll and write with it so um yeah let's get into how you play this little bad boy all right. So uh, in this game, there are four uh, God, dodecahedral, 12 sided dice. Uh, <laughs> uh, they're, they're all they're basically all the same. They have resources on them. Each player also has a little dry erase board, a foldable dry erase board. It's, the folding part is not necessary. It's just so it fits in the box. Uh, you unfold it the entire time, uh, and everyone gets their own marker. Uh, so the game will last six rounds total, uh, uh, and uh, for the most part, what's going to happen is uh, the starting player will roll their dice, and then they'll do a bunch of stuff. All the people who aren't the starting player, who aren't the active player, essentially, like in most rolling rights, will get to do a little bit of something, and in this case very little bit of something uh, on on the passive player turn. So the first player rolls their dice. Of the four dice, they will pick one of those dice to remove as a resource, and they will basically act as the terrain type. Uh, the different types of resources are wood, copper, silver, and gold. Uh, it, I didn't realize this until I looked at it a few minutes ago. Uh, there's actually more woods, uh, wood on uh, the die, uh, Copper, silver are equal amounts, and the gold there's even less of. I think it's four, three, three, two. If 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 you want to know, so it's a lot easier to get wood than it okay. is the other resources. I didn't real. I thought I totally thought it was equal amounts of yeah, each, and I'm just I like, wow. Well, I, I I actually <laughs> looked at. I carefully looked at the die. I'm like covering things up on all the sides. I'm like, wait, hold on, let me. No, no, I took my finger off that. So <laughs> took me. <off. laughs> Uh, the terrain that you pick cannot be used as a resource, and neither can passive p players use that as a resource. It is essentially set aside. Uh, the reason it is a terrain is because 
on the bottom of your little dry erase board, you have little places where you can stake claims, and the places that you can stake claims are associated with those resources. So if you set aside a wood resource as the terrain, then you can build on wood and wood alone. You can't build on anything else. So it is a consideration as well as you're considering, well, what do I want to use as resources? Uh, once you've rolled those dice and you've set one aside, then you can actually do things with the dice you've rolled and any resources that you've reserved from previous turns or previous passive turns, uh, which you essentially anything you've reserved gets marked up on top on your board. You can only reserve one thing per round and one thing per passive round, but I'll, I'll get into the passive thing later. Uh, so you can do one of four things on your turn with the resources. You can either state claims, as I kind of alluded to, uh, complete contracts, uh, build a boomtown office, although I'm not really sure you're actually building it thematically. I'm not really sure what you're doing, uh, but they just call it boomtown, <laughs> is all they say. Boomtown, which isn't a verb. Uh, right. <laughs> compared to their, like, it's shipping, contracts, and it's just like, boomtown. <laughs> boomtown. <laughs> Uh, and uh, shipping is the other one. So uh, I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna go in reverse order of what they say in the rule book. I'm gonna go with what's uh, on your little dry erase board. In the upper left hand corner of your dry erase board is the boomtown. Uh, you can take any two combinations of resources that aren't wood. Wood is only ever used to build on claims, uh, and basically build a boomtown office. This will give you some sort of Goal to head towards, towards the end of the game, mostly. So essentially, if, say, for example, you spend a copper and a silver, then you'll get one point at the end of the game for every Boomtown office you have built, and for every um, majority claim you have at the end of the game. Or, for example, if you had uh, spent two gold, you would just get three points at the end of the game for every contract completed. And there's various different ones. There's, And I think there's one where it just gives you six points. That's if you spend two silver, you just get straight out six points. That's it. Uh, hmm. That's that's what you can do with Boomtown offices. Uh, anytime anyone claims one of those, no one else can claim that Boomtown office. So it is a first-come, first-serve type situation, as with most of these things. Uh, the next thing you can do is ship. Uh, if you have extra resources of something, you can say, oh, I have a bunch of copper. I'll ship a bunch of copper. And you kind of move your little shipping thing down the line as you get further and further down the line you start to earn points uh, i believe for each each track for copper silver and gold is the same length but they offered varying amounts of points uh, obviously gold will get you more points if you ship down that line uh, and there are points along the shipping track where if you're the first one there you get the higher point value and if you're not the first one there you get the lower point value shown on them so again it's a race first come first serve type situation uh, then the next thing you can do are contracts just below that are contracts if you can build up enough resources you can just spend those to complete a contract these tend to be worth a lot more points than the other ones and again uh, they usually cost between four or five resources and the more rare the resources and the or the more amounts of that resource there are the more value you're going to get out of that contract uh, and again first come first serve as soon as a contract is completed no one else can do that contract so be quick about it uh, and then the last thing which i i mentioned right at the beginning is making claims so again that territory that you reserved off to the side you can essentially build settlements or camps onto these areas uh, by spending wood. So if you spend one wood, you can build a camp, uh, a small triangle essentially is what it is, or a tent if you'd like to think of it that way. Uh, 
or you can build, if you spend two wood, you can build a tent and then a circle, which counts as a camp. Uh, and if the circle happens to be on the right uh, position on the track, you can earn points for it. They have different varying amounts of points on different locations, so like one, two, three, three, and then some of them are just blank. If you can get further down on the line, they get pretty valuable, such as nine points or eight points, but uh, I don't think I've ever scored any of those. It's, it's really, really hard to get on that unless you're really focusing on it. Um, and the further down the line you are, the better chance you have at scoring points at the end of the game, because at the end of the game, your total points are whatever your Boomtowns offers, however far you've gotten on your shipping, uh, whatever contracts you've completed, and, as I, again, alluded to earlier, uh, the majority. So whoever has gotten the furthest on each of the tracks will earn a higher amount of points. So, for example, if you've gotten the furthest on the wood terrain track with your tents and camps, uh, you will score five points. If you are not the majority, you will score the lower amount, uh, in this case, one point. If there are ties, uh, both people, it's a shared tie. So in this case, if two people were tied for most, uh, they'd both score the three points, and anything anybody else would score the one point. If you aren't on a track at all, if you didn't build on any type of terrain, you are not eligible for scoring the lower amount. So you best be getting on some track, uh, especially <laughs> if no one's on it. You can get some easy points there. Uh, and yeah, the game lasts for six rounds. I, uh, and the last thing I need to mention is that the passive player thing. So as a passive player, you are allowed to reserve one resource throughout the entire passive between your active player turns. And this is kind of confusing. Most games, they tend to have, oh, every player as a passive turn, you can reserve one thing. In this game, it is you have a choice of reserving one thing between your active turns. So if you're playing, say, a four-player game you've, and you've already done your active player turn, now you have three players in between you that have their turns where you will be passive player. Throughout all of those turns, you collectively can save one resource. So the next player after you, if they go, you might decide, I don't want any of those resources, and you skip it. Then the second player goes, hey, you know what, I'll save that gold. And so you uh, write down a little G in your thing to note that you've reserved a gold. And then the fourth player goes, and oh, they have a gold too, but you can't use it because you've already reserved one thing on that turn. Uh, so that is very important. Uh, if you don't happen to save anything as, as a passive player or as an active player you're just going to have to cross that out it's something to keep track of it's just a way of keeping track where you are in the round uh so that just you have to make sure that you mark off oh i didn't reserve something or else you're going to be way off on wait i thought we were on the third round and we're on the second round wait I so it's <laughs> definitely keep track of that uh and again after six rounds uh the game ends and whoever has the most points collectively wins and there is a tiebreaker i actually had a tie at one point and i can't remember what the tiebreaker is do you happen to remember what it is i forget as well i, I never had ran into it all i remember is that i lost <laughs> <laughs> so it was stupid I'll, I'll figure it out eventually uh there are two there are uh two player uh, essentially tweaks if you're playing a two-player game. After the second player, you'll just roll the dice as an inactive third player, and 
if someone hadn't reserved something on that turn, uh, they get to reserve one thing. And it's three dice, if I didn't say it. The third player will roll three dice, and you get to pick one of them to reserve if you choose to reserve something. Again, it counts as another passive player turn. So again, you can only choose one thing to, to, to reserve. Uh, and that is how you play Roll the West. There you go. Uh, yeah, and that is the game. So, um, yeah, this was an interesting one. You had uh, mentioned this one before. And, um, yeah, what, what are your thoughts? What do you like or dislike about this game? I mean, it's interesting. I feel, honestly, I feel like it's a little hemmed in. I feel like it's trying to pack a lot into a very short period of time. Sure. Um, and I, I feel like I want to do a lot of different things. But you can't really, you can only do, you kind of have to focus on a few things and then just knock certain things out. Because if you're trying to do everything, you're you're kind of going to fall behind. And I, it, it's one of those games where I want to do more. I wish there was like another round or something. And I feel like this game could easily fit another, like one more round in there. I kind of want to try playing it that way. Um, I mostly played the two-player game, so I don't really know if adding those extra players changes too much i mean you're going to be fighting over things making it a little bit tougher so i think it'll be a little bit harder on a larger uh player group so again it plays up to four but with a two-player game there isn't so much oh you got that before i did because there's only two of you and it's not there's not that much going on and you would think oh with more players you get more resources but again you only get one resource in between turns so it's not like you can build up more things in between turns you still get the same amount of resources so you can basically do the same amount of things it's just you have fewer other feet you're going to be tripping over as you play um the one thing that i think irked me the most is there's and i i looked on some of the board game geek forums and some people were mentioning this is that as the first player you you don't get an additional resource throughout the game, which means because as the first player, you're just going to roll and get what you get. The second player gets to get to reserve a resource that you don't get to reserve. So throughout the entire game, they have a chance to have one more resource for the entire game, which I feel kind of, I feel that is more important having the resource than having the advantage of going first um, especially in a right. three or four player game, because in a three or four player game, the second player gets the advantage of going slightly before the third player and the fourth player and gets the extra resource. So it's a little irritating. Uh, that's the one like big issue I have. And I've seen that some people suggest, oh, well, you know, you could if you want to just have the essentially the third player go first so that everyone has the chance to reserve a resource, which I think I might start using. Um, because of the few plays that I did get in, the second player always won, um, usually by a, a good margin, uh, in fact. So it was just like, ah, oh, God, it's a little frustrating. What about you? Um, you know, I, have, I feel kind of similar. Like I, This one is like, it's okay. It didn't like, I wasn't overblown or blown away by it. Um, I had fun playing it. I like to play it a little bit more just just to see what kind of strategies I can come up with. But I kind of I think you put it right where it was felt like they were trying to pack in a little too much for this game, or maybe yeah. I mean, I like what's in there, but it also feels like I don't really get to explore any of these really. <laughs> you know, it's like well, I don't really have wood to develop that much, those claims or. Um, Getting claims, I don't know. It's just, 
it, it was okay. It wasn't bad by any means, but it definitely wasn't one that I might choose over another roller flipping right of the same ilk to take out. Um, it uh, it was just like okay, you know. Yeah. Those and those hangups too that you mentioned too. I, I noticed those as well, and they they were they were there, and they don't they don't ruin the game, but it definitely feels like yeah, you could have maybe done another pass with this to iron some of that out, or um, I don't know, do another take on it or, or whatever. And so I feel like it's it's an interesting concept. That I did like the 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 structure of rolling the dice and committing one to the terrain track is interesting. And there are times where I'm like, that is kind of an interesting mechanism. But in practice, it also felt like just sort of a wasteful mechanism. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it, it is and it's meant to be. But it's also like I feel like there should be five dice then and then you should change the, how the game works. Because it just it's one of those rolling rights that feels limiting in, in a way versus um, cohesive in a lot of uh, with a lot of the interplay of the mechanisms. It's, there's a sense of being. Well, I think you said this too, but sort of boxed in a bit or restricted as opposed to just uh, having to be more intelligent about all your decisions. You just kind of hit this wall of like, oh, that's all I can do. That's all I can do. And the banking thing helps. But then, like you said, too, there's not exact it doesn't exactly flow <laughs> freely. And there is a heavy, um, I don't know, benefit to what player position you are or are not. So, yeah, I, I like this. I'd like to play it some more just to try it out. It's one that I probably probably take out a bit or play um for a while while we kind of experiment with it but unfortunately i feel like i just there's other games that i just like better and this is probably more of a novelty of if you like wild west themes or i don't know gold mining themes and things like that um uh, you might reach for this one yeah the other thing i wanted to mention is and i kind of fumbled through it as i was explaining the game is the way of keeping track where you are in the game is because it's it's kind of staggered. Normally in games, it's like, oh, it's round one. This is all happening in round one. No, this game is, it's round one active player, and now it's between, for you, between round one and round two. Right. But for everyone else, it's still, they haven't gotten to round one yet. And and so keeping track of where you are in the game, I, there were so many times where I'd look over at, at my wife's sheet and she'd be like, oh, it's the third round. I'm like, no, 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 it's the fourth round. Or there would be a few times where I'd be like, no, 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 remember this is the last round. She'd be like, no, 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 I, I started the game. I'm like, oh, yeah, you start. You, like, and I'm like, I don't have, I have one less round than I thought I did. And so it was, right. it was it's slightly annoying. It's just that that weird like off kilter, you know, phase in step, out of step type thing that was kind of hard to keep track of. Especially again, if you're not marking off, oh, I didn't save anything, which you don't right. usually think in roll and write games of, oh, well, I didn't save anything. I don't write anything now. No, if you don't save something, you it, it so Still helps to <laughs> just go, I didn't save anything. Just put a check mark through there to say right. I didn't save a thing. Because if you don't, you're gonna be off by a whole thing, and it's it's really weird. It's it's. It's not what you naturally, innately think to do. And so it's just kind of, it's it's one thing that I don't want to keep track of because I'm trying to actually play the game, not trying to keep organized. And my wife is just like, oh, well, is there something you could add to the game? I'm like, I don't know. I feel like anything you add to the game to try and keep track of it, that's another thing you have to keep track of to try and keep track right. of it. It's so much right, nicer right. in games when it's just like, oh, it's just, that's it's it flows that way. Whereas this is like... it. It's not flowing quite right, and so it, it it's a, just kind of irritating. That I don't like that. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, we had the same issue too, where I was like, wait, what round are we on? <laughs> and <laughs> where we lost, I lost it a couple times and uh, over some plays. So yeah, I, I kind of agree too. There's just a little bit, because it's also like it's six rounds, but it only goes up to five rounds counted and then you do another round. And so that just felt a little, little weird. And, you know, you play it a couple times or a few times, you get it down, but it's still, it's sort of like, yeah, just sort of odd ways to do it in such a small game. So um yeah, anyway, so there's definitely some quirks here. I don't think this is a bad game and 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 I it is interesting. There's got some interesting elements, but it also it also kind of felt not to keep ragging on this thing cuz I don't think it's a bad game, but it also just felt like nothing that I haven't seen before in a way. You know, I mean the the 12-sided die and the way you uh, take one out to dedicate it to the claim you're working on. That's really interesting and then the resources, but um it's a combination of mechanisms that really aren't like forging any new ground really. And at least in my opinion, I feel like this is all sort of standard stuff. Not that it's bad and they do work well together for the most part, but it's also just like, eh, okay, cool. (laughs) But also, all right, cool. (laughs) So, um, all right, well, let's talk about taking this out. So, uh, there are some good things about this game. And, um, Oh, one thing I had a question is those discs in yours, with the different terrain types and the backgrounds, what are those discs for? The Do discs. you have those in yours? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Okay, so the discs, they are not part of Rolled West. They are oh. a promo for Gold West. That oh, is what they okay. are for. I was so confused. I was so confused. <laughs> uh, yeah, because they comes with these six discs that match, uh, uh, no, eight discs that match the four terrain types, two of each. And on the backside, there's symbols of resources. And I was like, what? They're, these aren't even referenced in the rules. Like, I don't understand. So, all right. Well, there you go. So just another incentive for you to buy this game if you have Gold West. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was very confusing. I was like, I don't even get how you would use these. In I, this game. I was really confused, and I just had something in me because I've I've gotten so many games where they do that kind of stuff, and I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, I bet I bet this is a promo for Gold West because when they tend to do things like that, I think they did something similar with uh, Second Chance, which has nothing to do thematically with Cottage Garden, but it includes a promo for Cottage Garden in that one. So I was right, I was kind right. of. Pr- prepared for it i'm like wait a minute i know what this is (laughs) i've seen this before all right well that makes more sense um (laughs) yeah i was very confused but uh all right some real quick uh let's see let's let's think of a couple good things that this game does though so we don't rag on it completely i i do like (laughs) the dice i mentioned that before um the 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 fact that it does fit itself inside of a small box with the flipped game boards the folding game boards are actually kind of cool i i don't know how long they'll last although they seem pretty well uh pretty solidly designed in that they're not even though you're folding them and unfolding them to put them away and play it's um you know it's functional and it, it's nice that to have for uh storage and stuff like that i like the art i think once you understand what's going on it's very clear what's going on except for the issues mm-hmm. we had with tracking the rounds that is the biggest thing that they probably could have done a little bit better but um, the art's cool, and it's kind of kind of got that uh, button shy wagons, uh, circle the wagons style of art. That same color palette, yeah. at least, where it's sort of a dusty shades of every color, um, which is kind of nice. And um, yeah, I don't know. I've only played it with two, so I'd like to try it with more players and see how it feels then. But um, I, like I said, it was 
good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's okay. I mean, the one good thing about it that I like is that it's not one of those games where I feel like the game is kind of decided. There are definitely times right. where I'm like, oh, I, I'm in the lead, or there, the the time I like every time I fe- I play this game, I'm always looking, going, where did you get those extra resources? Like, right. I sw- how do you have so many more every time I'm looking? But I'm sure my wife was looking over at me, going, where did you get that silver? Where is that coming right, from? Right. Or I'd be looking over at her, going, where did all that gold? Co- how did you complete that contract? Have you've been right. saving this up the entire time? You crazy person! <laughs> it's just like, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, yeah. No, I like, I, there, there is the whole time of like I don't know who's gonna win, and you never really know until you add it all up. That you sometimes you feel like, oh well, I've I've been doing so well on shipping. Obviously, I've got this in the bag. But then, like you f- totally forgot that. Oh yeah, they've done ever. They've completely beat me out on all the claims, and they've got these really good Boomtown offices. I think the first game we played, my wife just had just the luck to get just the right last two boomtown offices in order to like get like three more points than me if she if she hadn't had like a gold at the end that game would have been mine i'm like this is this is totally me but unfortunately she had just the right combination of things just to get what she needed in order to edge me out which was so (laughs) it's it's a close game and i like that but right i feel like again it's kind of hemmed in and i i I wish there was just a little bit more. I I felt wish I could be a little bit more free. That's it. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. No. Fair enough. That's. Uh, I I like that as well. Just a little bit more free. That's exactly what I think would make it. But uh, but yeah. I I once again those strategy options and the boomtown locations. Um, do make that's what makes me want to play again and try to figure out different strategy interplays and go after it because I would the same feeling where suddenly my wife had like almost all the gold claims done. I'm like, how the heck did you do that? Like, where did all that come from? I didn't even notice. <laughs> and and so there are those moments there. And that was after being confused and what round it is and if we had, anyway. So um, so there is interesting stuff here that I'd like to replay. So I think that also, for, for a game that we're saying is just okay, that says a lot, though, that I, I want to play it again to kind of play around with it some more. Um, all right. So if you do want to play around with it some more or your first time, well, where are you going to go and how are you going to take it out and is it going to take up a lot of space? So another good thing about this game is it really is not going to take up much space. What you have in the um, middle of the table is just really an area to roll dice. And then in front of you, you're going to have your unfolded little placard or reference scoring uh, personal player sheet. And then somewhere in the box, somewhere you could keep this, is a end of round or end of game scoring sheet, which is uh, also just okay. <laughs> I feel like I've seen much better ways to do this as well. It, uh, especially with the Boomtown stuff, I'm like, but there's no spaces just for anyway. Uh, another uh, complaints for another time. Um, <laughs> but uh, overall, this game is very compact and very easy to take out in that sense. You're really just going to need a communal area where you can roll dice, then kind of have everyone at least be able to see what's being rolled um, and uh, resolve, you know, be able to resolve their on their own turn and then other people's turns. So really for taking out, this game's quite, quite good. Um, it's very maneuverable, very easy to adjust around a table and food or, and or drinks. And, um, yeah, super high marks for taking out. 
Um, vibe. Vibe is good with confusion. <laughs> Based on our place. It, it's not bad, and there's definitely table talk, and I think it's light enough where you can engage with each other, and you'll have comments on what someone's choosing or reserving if you're noticing it, and you'll be thinking about your future plans and what someone's choosing and uh, taking. The other thing you'll be tracking is sort of like one thing I do like about the game, and that gives a little bit more of a sense of attention or um, an alertness to what other players are doing, is that certain things get removed from the game when they are taken by other players. The Boomtown locations, the contracts, um, certain points at the cell track, or the, what is it, the shipping? No, is it, um, is it shipping? What do they call it? Sh- shipping, yeah. It's shipping. shipping track, um, and then uh, really not at this claim until the end of the game, but... Um, so those things you're, are getting removed as options for you to be able to chase down. And so that kind of helps you keep in the mix of what other players are doing. Uh, if it's two players, it's clear who's doing what. But if it's several players, you don't may not remember exactly who did what, but you know what's not available anymore. And so that is, I, li- I like that uh, in a way where it sort of gives you a sense of what the game's, what's going on in the game without having to really be looking at everyone's boards um, that closely. So... Anyway, really, really good game there, especially that also lends it well to uh, playing across the table from someone. You, once again, really don't have to track their board outside of maybe the claims. You can just know what's going on based on what you can't get anymore. What's not available to you is what's been taken by other players in several instances. So, uh, yeah, let's see. Anything else to add there with table talk, I mean, or um, structure? I think you covered it. All right. Um, I mentioned before the art's pretty cool I did like engaging with the game in that way the dice are I mean I've heard complaints yeah they're printed a little off kilter they're not the highest quality dice but whatever plastic uh, mix they used was great they look like gold nuggets with printed symbols on them and you, you can't ask for much more in a cheap game like this I mean to be honest I thought they're pretty good for what they are and uh, they're fun to roll I like I like rolling 12 sided die and um, and these were good and uh, even though they maybe are cheaper dice they are very easy to read, I'd say. Uh, it's a li- yeah. you know, when you're first getting the game, it's like, so, you know, I have to explain to everyone that there's two things here. There's the color of the dice and then the letter on the dice. Um, so gold, yes, gold is gold colors, but it actually represents the, uh, oh, what does it represent? The mountains or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then there's the G, which represents gold, even though gold is also <laughs> gold. <laughs> so there's the weird confusion with theming here, but but uh, I, like, I like them. I thought they were all done. Uh, markers, time will tell how much they stand up, but they do seem like your run-of-the-mill basic, uh, let's just get it done, uh, dry erase markers for these types of games. Not that they're bad, but that, you know, they're going to have a certain lifespan that's probably going to be exhausted at some point, and you'll switch them out. Um, anyway, they still can't hold a candle to, uh, what was it, um, uh, Silver and Gold's uh, epic top-tier level dry erase markers that they sprang <laughs> for, but... But they're functional and they're not they they write well enough. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Taking out high marks, table talk high marks. Just a few of our complaints were just sort of in the gameplay itself. But I think certain players will easily overlook those. Some players it'll bother more than others. But it definitely is a game that I wouldn't shy away from playing. But um, uh, yeah, there are a few little quirks here and there that might be a, a bit of a hindrance. Yeah. All right, would your mom like this game? Uh, not in a million years. <laughs> this is not your mom's <laughs> game. Um, despite having some funky, fun dice to roll, you're not going to use them, and I think a way she would enjoy. <laughs> and uh, just the fact that you're doing a roll and write with a little, little, little 
a more interplay than I think she might be interested in of mechanisms. I I just don't think sh- she would like this game at all. I think it would be just annoying <laughs> to her. <laughs> yeah, she would. She definitely would not like this game. There's too much to keep track of. Not the mere fact that I get slightly confused about what round it is. She's never going to be able to keep track of what round right. it is. So. Right. Uh, yeah, she would, this, there's not, I, I don't think there's any, there's definitely not those ha-ha or huzzah or anything, like, she can't right. really shout anything out in this game. This is not, like, a big, ha. you know, guffaw type game. I don't even know if that's a, a real word or if it's properly used, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, this, this, this doesn't, this does not fit her, her fancy, so no, she would not. This is not even a maybe no. This is just a straight up no. She does not want to play that one. Yes. It's hard no category. There we go. We haven't had any of the. We haven't had a hard no in a, in a little bit, I don't think. So. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's see. We kind of talked over who it would be for and who it's not for. I think if you're interested in rolling rights, this is um, this is one, and this is one that's got a couple interesting structures here. Like I said, it's nothing really you've never seen before. So, but it works fine for what it is. There's uh, a few interesting things here that are worth exploring, but it's not gonna, you know, blow up the whole structure of rolling rights by any means. So, I think it's for people who know those games and like them. Obviously, if you don't really like luck or dice, um, this one, I'd say probably is not of a turnoff for people who are versed to luck because there's I mean there is dice here but it f- still feels to me like the luck kind of balances out through the course of the game you're going to have options yeah. to do things throughout the course of the game that you're never going to be stymied it's really what you choose to apply those resources to in the game I don't think I ever felt like I mean you feel like oh if I had another gold or whatever but it'll probably come around if you want to wait for it so yep um it feels like it levels out. So actually, in that, I'd say even if you kind of luck averse, you could probably get some enjoyment out of this game for sure. Other yeah, than that, I, I, I completely I, agree. I agree with that. There were definitely times where I'm like, ooh, if I had, you know, if I'll wait one or two rounds, maybe it's just the two-player game. But I, yeah. I never felt like I was in a total rush to, like, I need this this resource now to lock it out. I mean, right. th- yes, I'm sure in a three- or four-player game that would be very important. But again, it's something that you're going to take with it, and I wouldn't put it down to luck i just put it down to well maybe i should have tried to manage things better or i mean there are a few times where you can be like well if i pick this as the terrain then they can't get that resource on my turn so but it i mean it's 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 just kind of comes with the territory when you have a roll and write game Uh, the other thing to mention is that if you and i i've looked into the the full board game the gold west i've i've watched a couple of playthroughs if you like gold west um i've it seems to me that this is a pretty pretty close as you can get in a roll and write version of that so if you're looking for something that's a bit more compact a bit smaller that kind of hits on the same type of ideas uh then i would definitely suggest this especially if you're used to the kind of idea of oh i'm spending these resources to do that and i need to pick up those resources to do this it's it's a a nice compact smaller version of that game so if you're like i really like gold west but i want something i can take out i would definitely say yeah go with this right yeah um yeah there we go i think that covers it pretty well i think that's a good summarization of it too um so um yeah this is rolled west by tmg so check it out let us know what you guys think um i (laughs) dropped the ball again on my catchphrase i have been traveling oh wait (laughs) why do i am i not remembering something (laughs) you you must you must have something 
All right, I will. I'll come. I uh, I'm traveling with my family in Wisconsin, and I because I we had an impromptu trip. So uh, my catchphrase is, uh, it's uh, Wisconsin. Let's see, Wisconsin beaches are beautiful this time of year. That's my catchphrase. Right. There you go. <laughs> I got one. I got one in. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, you guys can definitely let us know what you think about Wisconsin beaches or whatever. And, uh, of course, board games would be at the top of that list after beaches. But uh, you can do that in a couple of ways by Instagram and Twitter at Chits and Chat. You can also go to our podcast hosting page, eavesdrop.com, and scroll down to the Chits and Chat page and fill out our comment section there. And we'd love to hear from you. And, uh, yeah, until next time, guys, thank you for listening. And we will catch you all on the next episode. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's gold. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs>